are you from, Joseph? South Shields. Ethel. Well, there were three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded. But let me be clear. I enjoy cooking bacon and stop working with flyer. This is your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. You're, You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> hey babes hey babes how are you what's going on i'm good uh, so we just went to we did our dance class yeah. which was fun mm-hmm. some new creatures in the class to enjoy i think my favorite part of that dance class is it's so positive and then afterwards we discuss <laughs> the people that we hated in it <laughs> the ones that put us off um so that was fun and then um i was going to tell you about a party that i went to last night oh yeah i went to a very bizarre party um that teddy kindly invited me to um it was in a mansion in Los Feliz and the invite said it the party was called Young AF and it was <laughs> it was a party hosted by a very old man and his uh, wife oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um I mean it was a great party it was like wait who who were these people who were the hosts I'm still not really sure um, does, does Teddy I, know I feel like there's something to do. There's something to do with like at the entertainment business. I'm not really sure. Aren't we all? <laughs> but it was really fun. It was like a pool party. Um, they had catering. They, they had like a, a oh. little, like they were making tacos. It was that part was really nice. Love a catered pool party. Yeah. So we were just like in the hot tub in the pool. It's not too much to tell. It was just a very strange affair with lots of odd creatures from the Los Feliz area. You couldn't you couldn't put like your finger on what the vibe was, who the people were. It was old people, young people, Was families. there music? Uh, there was a great playlist um, that was all like Give 90s. Me, yeah, I want some examples. Um, that song that goes, Baby, baby, why don't we just stay together? Yeah, yeah. This is Future Fraser. Uh, the song is Baby, Baby by Corona. Everyone should check out the video. She wears a plastic raincoat on a bed. Uh, who cares? Remember oh, that song? yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a highlight. And then my favourite part of the party, there was this girl who, if you were to say to me today that she died 50 years ago and that she was just a ghost haunting this mansion. She was alone at the party the whole time. She was, at one point she was just swimming in the pool wearing like a full, like diver's goggles, but just like, like she was snorkeling, but in the swimming pool. <laughs> and then every, I felt like everywhere I turned, she was just by herself and she was always wet. She looked like she was in like, you know, like a horror movie, like a silent creature that you don't realize is there. Mm-hmm. At one point I was just, we were in the hot tub and she was just sitting there just staring. <laughs> and I kept, every time I was like, oh, there she is again. What, what age was she roughly? Uh, she looked kind of in her like mid twenties. She was a real, she was like a wraith, very scary. Um, but that was pretty much it. It was just a very fun night. What, what have you been up to? I feel bad because as you feel, you feel well know, Jesse is currently driving back from the OC because we are trying to adopt a tiny little bug-eyed alien chihuahua. And this is difficult. <laughs> it's just endless, endless searching, endless. Did I tell you the other week how on one of the um, websites at like the, the shelter, there was a really good one. And so Jesse called up and uh, it was there. Great. So he went down. He drove like two and a half hours to get there. He got there and he, they said, sorry, you can't see the dog because the dog's going to be on uh, morning TV tomorrow morning. So we can't <laughs> let anyone see it. Oh, just what was it doing? Hosting? <laughs> <laughs> it got a gig. <laughs> That's so wild. Because isn't the point of it going on TV so it gets adopted? Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, get, I take it they just wanted to like, you know publicize the shelter as a whole but I mean classic LA thing to happen Um, so he's currently driving back from the OC there was a chihuahua down there I just don't know if it was small and ratty enough 
<laughs> which is yeah, what I want. I, I wasn't disgusted when I looked at the picture, so I think that's what you want me to go, oh, when I look it, at it, exactly. don't you? <laughs> Much like the woman in the goggle at the parties. <laughs> I do have some feedback, actually. Uh, hold on one second. So, as you know, um, you were attacked uh, via text message from one of our listeners, Ollie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got kind of a follow-up um, to, <laughs> to the attack. <laughs> kind of, I feel like he's trolling me. Yeah, so this is, the, this is actually after we discussed um, a battered sausage mm-hmm. a couple of episodes ago. Okay. I'm not going to have a go at Ben. You know why? Because it's his loss, having never had a battered sausage. I had two in a week fairly recently. Probably never even had a fish finger sarni either. Unbelievable. <laughs> he seems very nice mind. <laughs> now, can you confirm or deny, have you had a fish finger sarni? I love a fish finger sarni. I genuinely do. <laughs> wow. Absolutely love them. He also, the reason I'm reading out his texts, um, we, even though we direct people to leave a comment on our Instagram. Um, no one really is. No one really is. But um, his follow-up to that is, don't ask me to comment on Insta or E-Tunes or whatever the hell it is. No E-Tunes. idea. No, no <laughs> idea a battered sausage, Ollie. <laughs> I still have a VHS and that's how I like it. That's the truth. He actually does still have a VHS. Wait, I'm just, I'm just double checking our Instagram and we should say you can go to our Instagram, uh, which is you are welcome America and leave a comment, leave a question, do whatever you want. No, we've got, we've just got nothing. People just being nice to us. Yeah. People, this is, yeah. I, I think the main feedback we've had this week is that people are just listening to the podcast and being nice, which is lovely, <laughs> but it doesn't give us much to work with. So if more of you could be more like Ollie, that would be much appreciated. <laughs> Great. Should we get on with it? Let's do it. This is your Welcome America. Every episode we discuss two topics, one British, one American. Ben, you are up first. Okay, my topic this week is an American topic, and it is the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Um, So we were there on Friday night. We were. And we were at a movie screening of Labyrinth. It was great. It was lovely, wasn't it? (laughs) You remind me of the babe. Babe with the power. I discovered that you can do a really good impression of the little worm that lives, or the caterpillar that lives in the wall in the labyrinth. Hello. <laughs> that one, yeah. <laughs> Wait, better or worse than Jimmy Cranky? Nothing is as good as your Jimmy oh, Cranky. Okay, good. Um, so we were there on Friday night. Uh, I got a great picture, me and Jesse, with someone dressed up as Jareth the Goblin King, famously played by David Bowie. It's pretty shit, and I love it. <laughs> So, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Let me break this down and explain what the hell it is. So, it's a cemetery right in the middle of Hollywood. It has been there, I think it was built in 1899. I looked in the Wikipedia and the description of the architectural style of the cemetery is exotic revival. Oh, (laughs) I would say it's more uh, do whatever you want architecture exactly much much <laughs> like mo- most of the architecture or anything in la just do what you want um so it is a big beautiful cemetery i think it is like 62 acres um with lots of like mausoleums and structures and objects and obelisks obelisks all over the joint that make no sense and it's very 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 beautiful uh, i think one thing to point out is isn't right in the center of hollywood hollywood people always have a certain like vision of Hollywood being sort of glamorous and exciting. Like they might think of Las Vegas. Yeah. And then when you get to Las Vegas or Hollywood, you're like, fuck, this place is a dump. Yeah, yes. And that is, and it's, Hollywood's pretty rough. Yeah. Um, but you have this big, beautiful, um, amongst all these kind of slightly rough parts of Hollywood, you have this big, beautiful cemetery, these big grand gates and all these 
like palm trees and obelisks and everything. So it's got some famous people buried there. I think the best one uh, is Judy Garland. Oh, I didn't Se- know she was buried there. Second best is there's a, not buried, but there's a memorial to Toto the dog from Wizard oh, of Oz. That's nice. Do you want to see it? Yeah. There it is. <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. And it says in the memorial to Toto the dog, we give you this new home 53 years later as there's no place like home. Rest in peace, dear friend. Oh, it looks like the Monopoly piece. It does. Yeah, it looks like the little Monopoly like player piece. So yeah, over the years, it, it has a very checkered past, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Um, a lot of dodgy dealings. It fell into disrepair. Parts of it were sold. Um, part of it was sold to a strip mall. Oh. Classic. Um, so they just knocked a bit down and built a big strip mall. Like oh, the one, yeah, the one next to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the horrible <laughs> one out front. And then a large part of it was also sold to Paramount Studios, which is just next door. Okay. Speaking of, have you ever done the Paramount Studios studio tour? No. Um, a friend a friend of mine, his girlfriend worked there, and she just took us on like an unofficial tour. Oh. We went and like walked around the fake, um, the fake city street. Oh, that's fun. It was really cool, yeah. It's The studio tour is really weird. Right. It doesn't quite make sense. And a lot of the films they're referencing, we were like, meh. And then they said something like, and, and this sound lot, they did a very Brady sequel. And I was like, oh, I'm on board for that. <laughs> yeah, when we, we walked, the only thing that we walked past was they were filming Grace and Frankie, oh. that Netflix show. I was like, oh, I like that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> At one point in the tour, they took us into the set of that TV show Doctors, like that daytime TV show that's been going for about 25 years. And they were like, now you are entering a working TV studio. And we like walk in, it's like a set that's been there for 25 years. (laughs) Obviously nothing being filmed at that exact moment in time. We're like, okay, cool. So you used to watch Doctors, the UK one. Remember it was on at lunchtime. Wait, that was like a scripted show. Yeah. And what was going on in that? Oh, so, so wait, the Doctors in... The US is like a talk show. Oh no! Oh, I see what you're. T- I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh, right. I, no. No. Doctors is like a like a soap opera. Have you never watched? Did you, we never off sick from school? And I was, it? but I for some reason I never watched that. I'd always watch like I don't know. I'd probably watch Home and Away, Neighbors, and then rewatch it again later in the yeah. day. As oh well. no! Doctors had some like real tough acting on it, like real tough. Ooh. Um. So yeah, th- that is the Paramount Studio tour nearby. But back to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. So in 1998, it would. It was in disrepair, so someone bought it and basically zhuzhed it up. Mm. So that is when all kind of fun things started to happen. So, for example, like we did on Friday night, they do movie screenings there. Yes. So the way it works is you go it, you buy your ticket in advance, and you go, and it's like on a Friday or Saturday night, and you bring in your big bag of alcohol, food, weed, everything, and you go and you set up a picnic. And you don't like, you're not on tombstones, but you're in the big grassy <laughs> bit in the middle. And it's amazing because you just like lay out and you have food and there's just like a giant big projection screen and there are funny little kind of stalls and stuff around yeah. it. It's, it's very charming. It is. Now I did, I, I told you about when I went to see Bring It On at the Hollywood Forever. Oh yeah. We discussed that. It was great. Well, I wanted to tell you about the, one of the best ones I ever saw was, so, um, just when I moved to LA in 2015, the week I moved, very different times, okay? Okay. The week I moved, um, everyone was in a real high because marriage equality had just been oh, like approved everywhere. It was like, great, I've moved to this this all-welcoming country and everything's on the up. 2015. Um, but that same week, on that Friday night, I went to a screening of Showgirls there. Ooh. And it was, it was my first week in LA, you know, in Hollywood, 
having a picnic, watching a showgirl screening. And much like lots of the screenings, often as happened with Bring It On, mm. a star from the movie introduces the movie. So Elizabeth Berkeley, who wow. plays Nomi in Showgirls, <laughs> she came out and she did like a big introduction. And it was so amazing because she came out and I rewatched the video this morning and there was like a standing ovation for like two minutes. <laughs> first great. of all. And it was so sweet because she sort of said, first of all, like, so cool to be there doing this screening of like a real gay cult classic yeah. on the week that marriage equality got, you know, uh, put through, which is amazing. And But her speech in general was really moving. Oh. So she got up and we're like, oh, this is fun. But actually it took an incredibly emotional turn because she, she talked about 20, 22 years ago when the movie came out, Showgirls, she had really campaigned for the role. Like everyone's like, it's not for you, not going to get it. She campaigned for it and she right. got it. She made, she made the movie. She loved making the movie, had the best time ever. And then it came out, it flopped and she was <laughs> devastated. Aww. And it got such a bad reaction. So she said that the night we were all there in the cemetery watching, it was the first time she was going to be watching the movie with an audience that actually loves it. Oh, that's so sweet. It was so <laughs> sweet. And at the end of her speech, she said, Nomi hitchhiked her way to LA. And if this is where she ended up, that ain't bad. And Aww. all the gays of them were like, <laughs> and then she ended her speech by doing the hand choreography from the movie. You wow. know, when she does yeah, the yeah. kind of like hand fan thing. <laughs> so it was just like, she knew what she was yeah. doing. And then you get to sit there and watch the movie. <laughs> so these are the kind of things that happen in Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Um, so you saw Bring It On. I've seen a few Jurassic Park for July 4th, Ooh. which is very fun. I went to see Mean Girls. Yeah. Okay. Now, these screenings have become quite a thing. Um, that celebrities, not just not just the ones introducing the film, just sometimes, just sometimes celebrities just go and watch the movies as well. So... I went to see Mean Girls, and he didn't introduce the movie, but Jonathan Bennett, a.k.a. Aaron Samuels, right. oh, God. was there, okay? Yep. So we're, you know, we heard, oh, I think he's here, oh, in the distance, whatever, because you're all out in your picnic rugs, the movie starts, it turns dark. So I'm sitting there watching the movie, and I can just hear someone talking through the movie, <laughs> throughout the whole thing. Not only were they talking, they were quoting the movie, but they were misquoting it. So they were getting... <laughs> all the lines wrong so it'd be like oh is double cream a carb like no it's butter a carb it was and it was incessant i turn around who is it it's fucking jonathan bennett Does, when was this this when was this no because i was just thinking i saw him um i saw him like presenting or hosting a show recently and he looks like a cat now well he looks like i think you said this was a couple of years ago but i think you said he looked like it someone who was was playing Peter Pan yes. and doesn't want to grow up. <laughs> yes. He, yeah, he's pretty... Like a Peter Pan cat is how yeah. he looks now. He's pretty confusing, <laughs> confusing chap on the eye. I have a question about yeah. Hollywood Forever. Yeah. Did they ever film Buffy the Vampire Slayer there? Uh, to Google we go. Let me just quickly check. Because to um, me, it seems like, it seems like a Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It seems like the Sunnydale Cemetery. No. Angelus Rosedale Cemetery. Oh. Yeah. I'll have to do a pilgrimage to that then. Yeah. I still, I've got that and the high school from Buffy that I need to do a pilgrimage to. I think it's in Torrance. Probably. Yeah. Somewhere out there in the deep oh, valley. God, I loved Buffy. You know, I, I you, you, you I weren't a Buffy head, no, were you? No, I, I liked the movie, a buffer. Um, I <laughs> liked the movie. Oh, the Christy Swanson yeah. vehicle. Yeah, yeah. I loved that movie. I, I purposefully... Um, made my parents buy me a punching bag after I saw that movie because I wanted to be as cool as 
Christy Swanson in Buffy. Mask. <laughs> yeah, but I remember my brother being like very eye roll at me because I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and was he like, I'll show you how it's done. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Oh, bullied we, as always um, speaking of your heritage and roots, roots we should give a shout out to um, uh, CLC core listener Charlie she <laughs> this week posted because um, you're from Norwich yes she posted something that was like Norwich is the the best international place to visit in the world ever article <laughs> that came out this I, week yeah, I beg to differ with that article yeah. I mean it's great but it's not <laughs> it's definitely not a destination you could go there in your holly bobs oh, don't say that so back to the cemetery. <laughs> what I should say is, you know, we can't forget, you know, with these movie screenings and these gigs, that it is still a cemetery. Yeah. So I went to our favorite land of Yelp just to see what the reviews were. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Ebony M says, is it weird that I like it here? Maybe it's the Scorpio in me, but I'm down to clown in a cemetery. Down to clown? I mean, oh, Scorpio. Scorpio. <laughs> what was your star sign again? <laughs> so ben, ben and I were discussing how <laughs> someone in my CrossFit class had a Pisces tattoo with the word Pisces. No, um, Libra. They had a Libra tattoo with the word Libra and the scales underneath. And I was like, what a gross tattoo. And then I was saying, it's just because I'm jealous because I'm cancer. So I don't want to have the word cancer tattooed on myself or a crab. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do genuinely think that that is the, the perfect tattoo for you. Oh, so, do you think that I finally found it? The just ca- the word cancer. The cancer the crab. crab. Oh, just Maybe, the crab. No, no, no. I think the crab has like scurried through some sand and <laughs> has left marks in the sand that read cancer. Oh, oh, that sounds lovely. That's poetic. Maybe I could do that as like wall art. I mean, we'll start with wall art. Yeah. Get the tat and then just, you know, branch out into all kind of businesses. Perfect. Stationery, wallpaper, <laughs> translation, gift wrap. Just, I mean, just <laughs> that cancer crab walking along, along the beach. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're about to enter a whole new decade. And I think we need like some sort of symbol. Like, oh, do you remember the 2020s or the cancer crab? That could be you. <laughs> okay, fine. Done, done and done. This well, is, we've, we've uh, copyrighted this. Don't, no one can steal this idea. This is a patent yeah. official. We've, I mean, we've, we've literally planned the next 10 years of your life. Much like how <laughs> when Mutia... <laughs> sued the sugar babes so that she could get the right to make wrapping paper totally and stationery oh wait i read this week that they're apparently getting back together together oh, together again oh lord yeah we'll save that for our sugar babes <laughs> sugar special, <so> special. <laughs> um other reviews of the cemetery on on uh yelp star d s-t-a-r-r-d said brought the girls here for the first time loses star for no ghost activity Oh, Star's fun. Okay, I like that. <laughs> then I decided to look at like the worst scoring Yelp reviews. Perfect. And uh, right hot off the heels of no ghost activity, there's this. The worst customer service ever. Oh. We had bought our places over 10 years ago. Somehow one of our places was sold. There was no compensation, nor did they apologize or give back our space. Instead, they sold it and owners put a monument and they refused to place them somewhere else. We had a whole plot for the whole family there. Oh. How disappointing this was and is. We tried everything to get it back. So, wait a everything. minute. <laughs> everything. But hang on. How did they suddenly know that their spaces were gone? Is this a ghost? <laughs> this is a Yelp review Yelp. from the ghost. Yelp. We need to get married. Our spaces are used. Oh, that's so creepy. There you go. So normal people get buried there then? I think normal people with lots and lots and lots of money. Right. What a strange place to get buried. 
kind of glamorous though, isn't it? <laughs> where, okay, well, where would you like to get buried? I don't really like the idea of being buried. I would okay. prefer to be cremated. Mm-hmm. But then you know how people are like, like, oh, I just would love to have, you know, my ashes sprinkled at sea or something. But I'm trying to think of like where my like happiest place is where I'd actually want to have my ashes scattered. And I, I don't know. It's like, you know, I like a theme park. <laughs> <laughs> what so do you want me to go in like nemesis and like halfway yes. through just throw it up and i'll get it in the picture the nemesis roller coaster such a good idea yeah fine done okay i now, i have to live longer than you now so yeah you have to outlive me what is nemesis alton towers yes or park okay alton towers fine so you're gonna get to alton towers and spread my ashes on nemesis perfect great, great. Done, done done what about you where would you be buried um i don't i again i don't want to be buried um i would like uh a bench overlooking the reservoir that was by my house when I was growing up. Because oh, I like to nice. I like to go around there. More importantly, what do you want for the funeral? What kind of music and snacks and what are we thinking? Well, I've forever and ever I said that I want Dirty by Christine Aguilera <laughs> played at my funeral. You ain't here to party. kind of stuck to that even though that song has waned in you know my popularity in my head i still feel like it's a very good funeral song dress code chaps yeah exactly <laughs> yeah the, the whole funeral theme is going to be dirty dirty love it yeah and hopefully you know if she outlives me maybe christina can come and perform it i think she could <laughs> like an old lady christina coming out to my funeral that'd be great Tired hip huggers <laughs> oh for sure <laughs> Come on, everyone. Let's get dirty. I think, yeah, I think I definitely want dirty. And then, yeah, I like the idea of it just being like dumb and like almost, I'd like it to be like almost like a comedy roast. It'd be fun to have everyone come up and like say horrible things about me. What? Oh, but I don't want you, I don't want you cremated yet then. I want you in the casket and people like point at you, be like, Fraser, okay. you blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Even dead you look like. Blah, oh, so blah, maybe blah. I'm sitting in like a throne, like in a roast, but it's just my corpse. Yes. I love that. What do you want at your funeral? I don't fully know, but I do know, I, I just like the idea of everyone getting handed out song sheets and having to sing Goodbye by the Spice Girls. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, actually makes sense. Yeah. And it's kind of appropriate, but also kind of awful. I think that's what I want. So what, what, what like a choir? That would be nice. Oh, a choir would like just slowly come in. No, 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 Exactly. No. At that moment, dry ice is pumped into the venue and I'm lowered into a pit of fire. Just a little girl, big imagination. God, That's I love me. that song. That's me. <laughs> it's you. You're our little girl with our big imagination. Oh, I'm glad we've planned our funerals. Perfect. <laughs> Wait, in this episode, we've planned your next 10 years, your career, and we've planned your death, basically. Yeah, great. Done. Oh. <laughs> We are getting shit done today. <laughs> so Hollywood Forever Cemetery, I think that's pretty much it. So we need to talk about what is the UK equivalent. No. Oh. I think the UK equivalent is Somerset House. Oh, okay. Now Somerset House <laughs> is in London. It is like a big grand uh, courtyard and house with a fountain right beside the River Thames in central London. It's been there. I think it was originally a private house there's some royal connection, blah, blah, blah. And uh, over the years, it, it well, in recent years, it's become like a venue where you have outdoor movie screenings, you have Fashion Week, like the Fashion Week tents are in oh, there. God. I used to work near Somerset House, and when Fashion Week was on, it's a real eye roll. 
some real tough customers walking around. <laughs> Trotting around looking really like, yeah. you know, serious and, and baffled. Like, and it's kind of like in a weirdly like corporate area because at the end of Fleet Street so there's a lot of like law yeah. offices and stuff so you see all these people in their business suits and someone's tottering in in like a pair of like insane shoes that's so annoying trying to rush but also trying to get photographed <laughs> street style after street style they do the ice rink there as well don't they ice at rink Christmas. at Christmas <laughs> um, I went there to watch the Queen's Jubilee flotilla oh that fucking flotilla flotilla still still to this day that haunts me that where are you gonna watch the flotilla 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 flotilla, flotilla. Oh, flotilla. what time's the flotilla that word has honestly never been uttered before the queen's jubilee or I've never since heard it. or since a flotilla just for for non uh british fans out there a flotilla is just a load of boats it's a boat parade boat parade that's right <laughs> i remember that day it poured with rain it did it was so bleak <laughs> ah. so um <laughs> Somerset House, I think, is the UK equivalent of Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Anything, any comments, anything to add, any rebuttals? I mean, is anyone dead at Somerset House? Oh, yeah, well, I did see on the Wikipedia, it said, um, <laughs> there was something about death. Where is it? <laughs> oh, registry of births, maths, and marriages, and deaths. So I think for a while, the office of all the UK's births, marriages, and deaths was there. Okay, well, that, there you go. That gives it a bit more... That lends itself a bit more to Hollywood Forever. Yeah, Great. Pretty, I'm pretty pleased with that. Things have been filmed there, like GoldenEye, oh. Tomorrow Never Dies, Shanghai Nights. What else have we got going on here? <laughs> Those two very similar James Bond movies. <laughs> I know. Well, it worked here last time. We'll just do it again. Um, have you tried to watch GoldenEye again recently? It's so strange. I never understood it in the first place. No, I don't think I ever really got it. <laughs> Did you play the game? Did you start oh, the N64 game? Of course I played game? the game. Of course I played the N64 oh, game. I love Goldeneye. I, I would always, I would always uh, do one of the the levels with proximity mines, and I'd find I, I would be really uh, cowardly, and I would find an area where I could barricade myself in, <laughs> surrounded by proximity mines. But if people came close, they would get hurt, but I wouldn't. <laughs> Just a waiting game. <laughs> Oh, so you. So what? annoying. What do you mean? <laughs> well, just to isolate myself from everyone else yeah. and win. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, fine. Um, so the UK equivalent of Hollywood Forever Cemetery is Somerset House. You're welcome. No, 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 no. This is You're Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. Every episode we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. We have done My American Topic. Fraser, you're up. What are you going to do? Let's go, girls. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that, that... A, is that a giant pink limo that's just pulled up outside? It is. It's the party bus, because guess what? We're going on a hen weekend. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Crack open that Prosecco from Sainsbury's, the one that's on offer. You know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> Everyone bring a bottle. So I've decided, <laughs> for no real reason, to talk about hen weekends. Okay. I consider myself to be somewhat of an expert on hen weekends because I have been to approximately 5,000 hen weekends. As um, we always say for you, Fraser, tagline, forever the bride's gay. <laughs> always the bride's gay, actually, always was the, the name bride's of my movie gay. that George still hasn't written. I hope he's listening to this. Get on it. Get on it, George. Um, so I was just, I thought I'd look back at the history of a hen weekend because okay. I actually didn't know. Um, so according to Wikipedia, our greatest source, 
Before its usage uh, as a term for a pre-wedding party, a hen party was actually used in the US as a general term for an all-female gathering, usually oh. at a hostess's residence. You, Just a bunch you, of hens clucking away at well, someone's house. You do know in Scotland, like, you'd call a woman a hen. Yeah. A right hen. A right hen. Oh, what's that hen doing <laughs> over there? Bunch of hens. Um, this is my favourite thing on the Wikipedia about the, the original hen party meaning. In uh, 1897, um, a uh, newspaper said that a hen party was a time-honoured idea with tea, chit-chats, gossip, smart hats. <laughs> I can't actually read the rest, but that's it. It goes as far as that. Tea, tea chit-chat. Chit-chat and smart hats. Smart hats. Um, and actually, the, uh, it wasn't, apparently it wasn't until like the 60s that um, hen parties kind of, st- like along the sexual revolution is when they started being like an all-female gathering for a wedding. And, and then it basically, according to Wikipedia anyway, it was kind of the 80s was like the true birth of a hen party. Got it. Because it used to be, it used to be back in the day, head night. So you you would just have one night. Yeah. And then it became, as time has moved on, it's become a hen weekend. Yeah. So just for you know, for American listeners, or a just hen your hen. weekend is. Where, where are you going in your hen? <laughs> yeah. Where are you, oh, going, are you going in the hen? Oh, I've just been in a hen. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Um, yeah. The, the, this is a bachelorette weekend. Yes. Um, but there is a distinct difference in the style of a bachelorette weekend and a hen weekend which we will get into but basically i thought i'd just i thought i'd just give you a little uh, a little history of uh, my experience so just not including stag weekends or uh bachelor weekends for yep. america not including them how many hens I, I did i did a little count beforehand how many hen weekends how many hen weekends i've been on i think i've missed some out but okay. what do you think is a rough idea of how many i've been on there was a period of time where you had no weekends or anything because you're either on a hen weekend or at the wedding connected yep. to the hen weekend. Okay, I'm going to guess 15. Oh my God. I, I literally have 15 on my list. <laughs> Fucking wow. Hell. Yeah, but if you include uh, stags um, or bachelor parties, it's actually um, 18. Whoa. Yeah. I'm, I wonder how much money you've spent. Well... I can't comment neither here nor there on that because I obviously was very happy for everyone that was involved in their wedding day. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, so I'll, t- I'll take you back to my first ever one that okay. I went to. So my friend Fran from university got married um, f- quite a bit before kind of everyone else started getting married. And I was in charge of organising a hen weekend. And it was genuinely just the best weekend ever because um, we were kind of so young and, and dumb. We basically, we went to Liverpool we rented this like really strange, uh, like strange kind of almost felt like a student accommodation in uh, Liverpool, and we um, we had a stripper come over. His name was Max. Hey. Um, it was one of those rare things where the stripper was as good looking as he looked in his picture. Oh, well done, um, Max. But I tell you what, it was very uncomfortable because we basically he did like a strip show for us, and <laughs> the oh god, it's making me sweat thinking about it. Basically, he had like a playlist that he performed to. And we had this, like, iPod dock that kind of wasn't working properly. And it was my job to, like, hold this iPod dock that kept, like... Oh, because if it, if it... Yeah. Remember when you actually put your iPod, like, into a dock? That's right. That's and, how long ago And if they sort of bent back, yes. the connection would get lost. Exactly. And there was just, like, a couple of moments where we were, like, a group of us in a very small living room, like, where a man was taking all his clothes off, where all of a sudden the music just kept cutting out. Oh my God. It, like, I'm literally, it gives me like the horror sweat. That is like production stress. Yeah, it really is. But wait a minute. What was the music? Do you remember? Uh, no, I think, I, I honestly can't remember. I think at one point there was like, 
like a military, I think maybe a song from like an officer and a gentleman. Do you know, it was that oh, kind of, okay. it was weird. But um, he was very nice, very good looking. And he was like Northern. But then <laughs> it just did a very uncomfortable thing. He just like basically like took all his clothes off. Then he just like put his underwear back on and then just like, just sat around and like, there was just a lot of like chit chat. And I was like, you need to leave. But he, we were like, oh, do you want a drink? He's like, oh yeah, I'll just have a, he's like, oh yeah, I'll just have a, I'll have a, a fizzy pop. And then he just like sat and like, well, that's to us. That's funny you should mention that. The, I've only ever been on one hen weekend and it was like the mother of all hen weekends to destroy all others. Right. Um, and I think also I knew it was probably going to be the only hen weekend I ever go on. So I was like all in. Right. Um, but on one of the nights we had Butler's in the Buff. Oh yeah. So Butler's in the Buff for the Americans out there. It's basically hot. What do we call them here? Quotation marks. Yeah. Hot in quotation marks. Guys who are naked, but they're wearing an apron and then they serve you drinks and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, we had these butlers in the buff. In fact, we didn't have butlers in the buff originally because the weekend was so fancy and nice. At one point, someone commented that it was nicer than most people's weddings, the black tie dinner we had in the Saturday night. Jesus. So so we decided at the last minute, we all panicked when we're organizing it and we were like, we should probably put some trash. So we ordered the butlers in the buff and we ordered the pink limo and all that stuff. But the butlers in the buff were there serving us drinks and at the end, we just we ended up just all chatting to them. And they were like, let's well, just stay. And we had these giant trays of lasagna. And we, we didn't finish them. Oh, that was it. And the pair, it was the kids that, it was all us that night. And the next night, like, mums were going to come right. to the, the second night of it. So we had the butters in the buff the first night. We had these trays of lasagna. And we didn't finish them. We are like, oh, I'll tell you what, boys, you just take them. You take the lasagna. And do you know what? We'll pay you to come back tomorrow night because the mums will love you and you bring back the trays. So that's... that's <laughs> Jesus. Yes. It was very Scottish. It was <laughs> lovely. So actually, um, butlers in the buff, I, so I have obviously in my many... Oh, I think I've, I've just remembered another one. I just remembered another one. Oh, where's the number gone up? Yeah. So, so we're like, up so to 16. 16, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just looked at the word butler, but I was like, oh yeah, of course, there's a butler at that one. Um, so yeah, butlers in the buff. I've been to... So how many ones have I had a butler in the buff at? I think only two. But as you know, and we've mentioned on here before, I have also been a butler in the buff oh. twice at my friend's Hen Weekends. That's right. Uh, one at Centre Parks that we discussed and another one in Manchester. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it, it, my friend sent me a picture of a, a, a very odd picture. My friend Leah sent me one the other day and it's just, it's like a very artistically taken shot, but it's just my full naked bum and she's just holding up a glass <laughs> to, to be like to have Prosecco poured for her. But I tell you what, I've never noticed, like I came out, especially the one in Manchester, I came out, started pouring drinks. Everyone was like laughing. We all had a laugh about it. Within like five minutes, People were literally ignoring me and holding up their glass to me while they were having conversations. Like I was genuine. I was like, and I kept being like, excuse me. We're, we're like, all friends. I was like, I'm not working here. This is a joke. Yeah. Um, so anyway, but um, a friend of mine, Lauren, she told me a great story about a butler in the buff, uh, the hen weekend that she went to. She said that <laughs> um, that they he arrived and he like clearly, if it had been a hen party of girls in their like twenties, they would have been like, oh, he's so cute. Cause apparently he was very young looking. I think he was like 19 or something. <laughs> And she said that they all felt very uncomfortable because he was like, you know, like incredibly young, just too young. And then at one point, apparently he got very overwhelmed and started crying about the fact he just broken up with his girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) It really made me laugh at the thought of them all being like, oh, the butler, the buff's crying. We better go and make sure he's okay. We better pour our own drinks. (laughs) I've just remembered as well, the one I was at that because most of the, the hens there are all doctors and one of the butlers had a bit of a skin problem. 
<laughs> like some sort of acne or something on their face or back. And I remember people just diagnosing it. <laughs> That's like, so funny. <laughs> oh, those poor guys. <laughs> so yeah. There's there's often very similar games that you play on a hen weekend. Mm-hmm. And I obviously, having been to so many, have done some of these games quite a few times. Yep. Um, Mr. and Mrs., or as they call it, is it the Newlywed Game? Is that what they call it here? In America, yeah. 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 Um, that one has featured in nearly every Hen Weekend I've been to. And if you if you organise the Hen Weekend and you have to do the Mr. and Mrs. Game, it's such a fucking pain in the ass because you have to, a lot of the time these days, you, you record, oh. you record, and then when you get to that a rental house for the Hen Weekend, you're like, Would well, oh, you have an HDMI? I've got an HDMI, I've got an AUX cable. And, like, and, and if the person who's organised it doesn't work in television or isn't good oh, at organisation, oh. they are a nightmare. They're like, Oh no! I just I just recorded it on my phone, but just with the voice. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, and it's like, and or people are like, oh, we could just play it from a laptop. It's like, no, we have to connect it to the television. <laughs> we need to do this properly. God's it needs sake. to be produced. <laughs> I will say, in general, hen weekends are much like weddings. But, um, are very, they really bring out everyone's true colors. Yes, 100%. and it's really interesting when a hen weekend starts to get organized what roles people start to play. Yes. And it can often be very surprising. Yes. You know, some people are like, oh, it turns out that you cannot organize anything ever in your entire life, let alone know how to work an email chain. Yes. I I have definitely, uh, I have definitely thought that I could do a better job in some instances. (laughs) Mentioning no names. Well, Mm. I just, I I mean, we we talked about medieval times the other week, and obviously that was a a bachelor party. But I will say, I really just did end up, I wasn't the the best man in that (laughs) wedding, but I just (laughs) nuzzled in because I just, I knew best. So I think it was best for everyone if I just got that shit done. Yeah, no, completely. No, you're you're, you're very right. I think that it always starts, it starts with an email chain. Uh, That always gets very complicated. You have to do, you know, especially if you're planning it, you have to plan your activities, blah, blah. Anyway, um, so another game is, which I secretly actually love, even though it's kind of like a real tacky, cheesy game. It's mm-hmm. where you make a wedding dress, or where you make a wedding dress out of uh, toilet paper. Yep. That one's really fun. Yeah. Um, and I actually, on the couple of ones that I've done, I've leveled up a bit by also including um, tin foil or aluminum foil if you're here. So, so you can have like silver accents in your gown. I actually do always enjoy that game. It's actually very fun. It's more malleable. Yeah, exactly. Foil. And you can you could, like I have, you can create like a headpiece from it. Exactly. Very Something structural. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I once, I was very proud of my friend Sammy's Hen Weekend. I did a quiz that I was like, because she's very competitive. So I knew instantly that she would, she would love that. Um, and I was very proud of that because it was very produced. It was audio visual. It had, nice. I had music, I had a sting. Very oh. good. Um, oh, wait, you've just reminded me of what I did in the Hen Weekend. I did a 45 minute presentation. <laughs> A this, a this is your life presentation oh my God. of the bride's entire life. I've just remembered. <laughs> I wasn't working at the time. Right. And, you know, as a producer, <laughs> I just, I needed to get something done. So it was, had audio visuals, it had <laughs> interaction, it had everything. And I remember in the morning of... Um, <laughs> Sorry, Jesse's just walked past the window holding two very scary weapon-like tools. He may be about to murder <laughs> someone or something. I don't know. Um, but I remember in the morning of going to get the... Uh, like, I'd all written it, prepared it and everything. And I went up to, like... We were staying in, like, a lodge of, like, a country house. I went up to the country house where the drinks reception is going to be, where the my presentation is going to be. <laughs> and the people at the house were just really disorganized. Right. And they just were not good. And I was like, no. I need a cable. I need more sound. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we just don't. And I remember just saying to them, okay, 
This is going to be happening in six hours' time. I fail to believe that we cannot get this sorted before then. Ooh, oh, scary. yeah. I laid it. voice. <laughs> so I was very, very pleased with that. Um, so you have the games. You often have a butler in the buff or a stripper. Yeah. Then you have what we like to think of as the big night out. So that will involve um, usually having like a an area, booking an area in a club. Ooh. So you have a little pre-drinks beforehand, then you go and hit the club. And as I've got older and gone to Hen Weekends, it's definitely funnier to then suddenly see people having to go to a club <laughs> who don't normally. But my friend, my friend Lauren's um, Hen Weekend in Bournemouth, I remember we were queuing to get into this club and these, <laughs> these young guys walked up and we all heard them say, Oh God, let's not go in there. Everyone, look at everyone in the queue. They're so old. <laughs> we were just like, fuck you. They were right. And oh my God, we got inside and everyone in there was so young. There was this girl that we called Bambi. She was this really like this like 18 year old girl, really like thin, really long legs and these high heels. And she was drunk and couldn't walk in heels. Oh. And honestly, the whole night we were like, she's going down, she's going down, she's going down. And then she'd be like, Whoop. she kept, she honestly, she almost completely collapsed at one point and came right back up. She did a lot of, a lot of core work there <laughs> that night. So yeah, there's, there's often, yeah, the, the big night. Um, and then something I've often experienced on Hen Weekends is where you, you know, you all arrive on a Friday Everyone gets very overexcited. Yeah. And you basically ruin the rest of the weekend for yourself. So speaking of Lauren, she, <laughs> we had a spectacular Friday night for her head weekend. We were staying in this hotel where they let, they let us um, like use the bar, just us. It was this very small little bar, but we even got to serve our own drinks at the bar. That's so fun. You just had to like leave, they just said, oh, like leave some money to like cover it. You could do whatever you wanted. So we like had this music on, we had like a bar. We went, we like, like completely went insane. And my friend Lauren got so drunk that the next day <laughs> she like couldn't get out of bed. She missed one, she missed one whole set of activities. This like makeover thing that happened. She missed the whole thing cause she couldn't get out of bed. Then she said that she needed to get some air. And this is my favorite. She, she were in Bournemouth. So she went to the beach. And she stood on this like pier bit and she said she just stood there and cried because <laughs> she was so hungover. <laughs> Wait, and did she rally and get be okay she, for the Friday the Saturday she, night? She definitely she made it out for the Saturday night, but I think she was I think a little piece of her was forever broken from that Friday night. It was it was pretty wild. We we went like very that insane. That's really fun. It was. This is this is the other thing about Henry Kens. I do a lot of kind of um I do a lot of like eye roll and moans about how many I've been on and you know, organising them and all that stuff, but every time I actually get to one I have the time of my life. But I think but I think <laughs> that's the thing. Like they take up a lot of time and organization yeah. and there's a lot of like you know it's gonna be a big weekend, so you're like, oh god, oh yeah. god, oh god. And also you know you're gonna be the only guy and yep. all those kind of things. But then I agree, when you're on them, you're like, this is the best. Yeah. And, and all the organization pays off. Yeah. And, and like you said, everyone's true colours come out. Which turns out I'm a clown. I'm a performing monkey. I'm a dancing dancing monkey. I'm a clown. You're just like a jester. Yeah, court like, jester. Yeah, yeah and, I can't, and I've, I've been on Hemikens where I've thought, I've actively thought to myself, right, just, just like hang back this time. Like you don't need to like make it all about you and like go crazy and show off. And I walk through the door and I see everyone just sitting around politely like chatting. And I'm like, <laughs> someone needs to do something wacky. Just me like cartwheeling into the room. Let's talk about this thing. It's like, you know, it just turns out that's what I am. <laughs> Slight tangent. Have I ever told you my greatest trick uh, at a wedding reception? No. Okay. No matter if you're at a wedding, well, any wedding reception, but if you're at one that, you know, is good, but you think you just do with a bit of a level up. Find someone with a scarf or a tie and just instigate a limbo. 
trust me, people, especially straight people, fucking lose their oh, mind. Oh, straight people would love a limbo. Oh, you just, in the middle, you just like put it out and you start a limbo and everyone goes crazy. <laughs> Top tip, there you go. Oh, lovely. Um, I've got a little, it's not really a game, but I just thought, because I've been to so many, I'm going to include Hen Weekends and Stag Weekends in here. Okay. I want you just to name, um, name a major town or city in the UK and I'm going to tell you if I've been on a hen weekend there so I've, oh, so I've already mentioned Manchester no I've already mentioned Liverpool and Manchester Manchester yeah Leeds no oh okay um Birmingham no <laughs> Brighton yes Cla- I mean that's a classic yes let me think Newcastle no Wow, you're literally exposing all of the places I haven't been. And I'm about to say another one that you, you haven't... I know you haven't been Glasgow. Oh, no, no. You know I've never been to Scotland. Which <laughs> never have, never will. Um, there is one place on the list that I've been to twice. I've, I've had a repeat of going to the same place for two repeat. separate weekends. Give me a clue. Uh, it's very, like... It's classy. Oh, oh Bath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that you got that just from that one clue. It's classy. Bath. Got it. It's classy and bathy. Yeah. I've never been to Bath. Is it nice? It's really nice. Yeah, I, I did. Um, I, that one of those hen weekends was actually in that year when I was get, when I gave up drinking. So I did that hen weekend completely sober. And I remember being like up in the club on the Saturday, and everyone was wasted, and I was just like, I had the time of my life. It was really fun. What do you think the US equivalent of Bath is? Ooh, um, so a kind of a smaller, kind of slightly classy city. Yeah, with some history. <laughs> is it? Is it like? Washington? Maybe. There's kind of a lot of, like, history in Washington, yeah. isn't there? Okay, we'll say that. Yeah. The, the US equivalent of Bath is Washington. Okay. <laughs> Someone, I'm sure, will chime in with a much better idea. Okay. Give us a shout at you are welcome America on Instagram <laughs> if you've got anything you want to say about that. Um, so what I will say is, um, in, my, in my limited experience of stag weekends, there is definitely a huge difference in the vibe of a stag weekend versus so a straight person stag weekend versus a hen weekend i have never been on a straight stag and i don't ever want to ever it terrifies me <laughs> I've, I've been on three um and they they have actually been really fun i did i've done very masculine things i've been paintballing twice <laughs> have you been to like a rugby game no i did i've done paintballing um we did um co-steering you know where you like jump off cliffs and like in, in, um, that was really fun. Wait, it's called what? Co-steering. Never heard of that. So it's like you go along the coastline, you like climb up some rocks and you jump and you swim for a bit and you go through oh, some caves. Oh, that sounds lovely. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've got a question for you. Yep. Both of our brothers, who we never want to meet, <laughs> as in that we don't think they should meet each other because no. we just think it would be trouble. Yeah, bad. Um, they're both older than us and straighter than us. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Both those things. Uh, if your brother got married and asked you to be his best man would, do you think you would end up organizing your brother's stag yeah but i know exactly what i could do for my what brother. would you do I'd, it would be in vegas oh okay and it would just and it, he'd be paying yeah he'd be paying it'll be vegas and it'll be just the most expensive thing that you can do that's what my brother wants well, that's fair <laughs> just literally throw some money at it what about your brother <laughs> i i think i would politely decline organizing his stag because i have no clue what he would want to do <laughs> love ya <laughs> so yeah so i kind of like obviously um a hen weekend is a bachelor week a bachelorette weekend so it has its own equivalent so i don't know if it's necessarily you need to we need to kind of define an equivalent for them but i also think that 
uh, when you're younger and you go on a hen weekend, it's probably a lot like people going on spring break. Everyone just go completely insane. Yeah, and it's like an excuse. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no, I think, and, and it's a trip. It's well, often now it's like a trip. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. So I, so you're saying that the the US equivalent of a hen weekend is a bachelorette weekend and spring break. You're, you're welcome. welcome. So as ever, we're going to round off with a game of Welcome Not Welcome, which is basically where we list American or British things and say whether we like them or not. Yep, that's it. <laughs> okay, my first one is Joe Malone. <laughs> oh God, not welcome. Not welcome. <laughs> um, expensive candles, perfumes, and ultimately incredibly trashy. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you've ever seen an interview with her or, or no, seen what she looks like. I don't want to judge a woman's appearance, but I have, and Uh-oh. I will do it again with her, and it is not welcome. <laughs> oh, dear. I think my one of my housemates once had one. Maybe it wasn't Joe Malone. Oh, no, maybe it was Yankee. It was, oh. I know it was baby powder smell, and it was awful. Oh, that's, that's a very different... That's not welcome either. That's <laughs> she, a very different She'd been given world. it as a gift, and she, it was just in our house for ages, and every time we walked past it, we were like, whoa, it smelled like baby powder. It was horrible. <laughs> okay, uh, welcome or not welcome, Earl Grey tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate Earl Grey tea so much. Uh, not welcome. Not welcome I, for me. I okay. don't. I only really drink green tea. Do you drink normal tea, like builders I tea? I do. I haven't drunk builders, haven't... aka English breakfast tea. Yeah. Do you know I have not had a cup of tea since I moved here? Isn't that crazy? I would have it. I would have tea at home, like every once in a while. But like, I have not had a single cup of tea since I moved here in January. My friend Jen, shout out to Jen, mate, who was staying last weekend. So it was boiling last weekend, like super hot. <laughs> and we got back to the house, and uh, I was like, "Oh, do you want something to drink or something?" She went, "Oh, I'll just have a tea." And <laughs> I, I burst out laughing, thinking that she was joking. No, no, she just she wanted a hot tea. You didn't have any tea for her. I'm no, guessing. we d- we did. Oh no, we only had herbal teas oh. <laughs> a plethora of like other teas um welcome or not welcome hershey's chocolate <laughs> you basically stole one of mine <laughs> <Have I? laughs> kind of we'll still do it uh oh no i don't like hershey's it tastes weird it does taste weird but i think it's welcome because it tastes like cheap chocolate you'd get in an advent calendar <laughs> okay or like a off-brand easter egg exactly and i find that very reassuring <laughs> yeah you're right actually yeah welcome okay <laughs> Uh, welcome or not welcome. <laughs> National Trust Properties. <laughs> not welcome. Knock them all down. No. Welcome. Turn them all into, them all into modern luxury flats. <laughs> I don't know what made me think of a, of a, a National Trust property, but I was like, I really, I, I, I miss doing that. I, I can't say I ever did go and look around a National Trust property, but I should have done more. Um, so National Trust Properties to our American <laughs> listeners, they're essentially uh, like big old houses that this comp- this this organization called the, or charity called the National Trust has bought and they upkeep them and you go and visit them and you go look at like a, a big old house in the country with like a tapestry in the wall. <laughs> yeah. Like an old an old rose garden. Exactly. And if you're I, lucky, you get a tea room. And in fact, <laughs> and, in fact <laughs> and if it's been hot that day, oh, cool down with the tea. Um, uh, in fact, I think uh, the house from Downton Abbey is oh, National Trust House. Meanwhile, just outside our window, Jesse is just hammering a plant. Like, <laughs> with like a Freddy Krueger kind of claw <laughs> weapon. <laughs> and holding a, just a hammer. <laughs> Pretty menacing. Um, <laughs> Did you ever, have you ever had the experience of someone being so annoying on a hot day and them saying, oh, you should drink a hot tea though because it'll cool you down. 
You know that like logic. There's like a sign. Apparently, it like cools down your body, your core temperature, all this bullshit. Well, yes, because you're on a hot day. You're not meant to have something super yeah, cold because then your body adjusts or something. I don't know. It's, it, as someone who, as you know, is always at nearly a thousand degrees boiling point constantly. Yeah. The idea of having a hot tea on a hot day is never going to fucking cool me down. Just drink a hot tea and also just pour one over you. you <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Splash that scalding <laughs> tea into your face. That'll cool you down. <laughs> And welcome or not welcome, pedestrians having the right of way in the US. So to explain, like, in the US, even though jaywalking is an illegal thing, like, if you walk across the road when it's a red light, you can get a ticket. Yeah. I've actually been caught before doing that. <laughs> yeah. In New York, it's a whole different ballgame. Everyone just walks everywhere. But uh, in general, in the US, pedestrians have the right of way. So if you come to, like, the end of a road, like, <laughs> a, a, on, a, on, like, a neighborhood street... A pedestrian can just walk straight yep. in front of you. There's no waiting for that car. They just walk. Yep. And they don't even look at you. Like, they just walk. Welcome or not welcome? Well, I would say welcome because actually I'm a, I'm a freak of nature in LA and I'm often a pedestrian <laughs> rather than in a car because I don't have a car. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I quite like it. But I, I found myself, like, I, I constantly do, like, a polite wave and a thank you when I walk in front of cars. And people give me a very nonplussed look. They're like, oh, what? Do not communicate yeah, with like, me. Why are, you, why are you thanking me for your right to cross the road? Oh, but I agree. I think it's very welcome. Well, actually, I will say, <laughs> I almost got hit by a car yesterday. <laughs> I bought these sunglasses for that party I went to with Teddy. They're these, like, round mirrored ones from a vintage shop. Oh, I saw they, them. Okay, I think they were made to either simulate being blind, if you needed to know what it felt like to be blind, or they're made to look directly at an eclipse. Because they were so dark, and I basically put them on, I left <laughs> I left the shop, and I couldn't see. I, I went to step into the street, and a car was coming at me, and I did not see it. That's how bad they were. Well, I tell you what then, it's very welcome that <laughs> yeah. professions of the right way. That, yeah, otherwise, I'm wearing my blind glasses, yeah. It would just be me talking to nothing today. <laughs> Um, What's your um, final one? My final one, uh, I mean, it's, I don't think it is a Hershey's product, but uh, welcome or not welcome, Butterfinger. Have you ever had a Butterfinger? No, I know. I, it's a yellow packet with blue writing. I'll tell you why I, why I think of this is because I actually, um, I was in the boardroom at work. We were having our sexual harassment, um, <laughs> I want to say training. It just sounds like we were being trained <laughs> on how to sexually harass people, but hey, whatever. Well, if you know how, you know how not to. <laughs> exactly. And in my sexual harassment training, there was little bowls of chocolates mm-hmm. just in the meeting room. And I thought that I had picked up a little square of Snickers because they come individual squares of Snickers, yeah. which I love, by the way, mm-hmm. individually wrapped. I thought I'd picked up a Snickers, just absentmindedly opened it, popped it in my mouth, and it was a Butterfinger. Now, what, what's inside a Butterfinger? Let me tell you. <laughs> hold, hold, the, hold that thought. Hang on. It's basically, the bar consists of a crispy peanut butter core coated in milk chocolate. That sounds nice, but it's like dry. Crispy. It's like, it's like yeah, it's like crunchy peanut butter. It's very strange. Yeah, it's like, yes, it's yeah. horrible. And it's like very, I don't like, do you like a crunchy? I hate a crunchy. I, don't, I hate the I don't, texture. I wouldn't choose a crunchy, but no. I wouldn't say no to a crunchy. I don't like that honeycomb. I don't like that texture of, yeah. The Butterfinger is very similar in texture to that. I know if Andrew is listening to this episode, I know he's a huge fan of a... Uh, of a crunchy. Oh, that one. He's got a sweet tooth. <laughs> sweet tooth Andy is we call him behind oh, his back. Absolutely. He loves that name. Sweet tooth Andy. <laughs> sweet tooth Andy. Well, sweet tooth Andy and everyone else out there. Thank you for listening. This has been your welcome America. It's been a, a weird journey today. It has been <laughs> morbid um, and strange. Yeah. So we know how we're going to celebrate our deaths. We know what you're doing in the future. And um, I mean, that's pretty much it. 
Well, yeah, thank you for listening. This has been your Welcome America. Do follow us uh, on Spotify and uh, on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Anything you put there, we will comment on. Um, and also go to our Instagram page, You Are Welcome America. Leave a comment, leave some abuse. Uh, and yeah, we'll get right into it. This has been your Welcome America. Thank you for listening. Okay, bye. This is, this is my funeral, everyone. Oh, damn, I did it at the wrong point. I wanted it to be at this point. Well, you'll be dead. You won't get a choice. Oh, ladies, move. Gentlemen, move. <laughs> <laughs> You're so far up your ass, I can get to smell your own shit. Where are you from, Joseph? South Shields. Ethel. Well, there were three of us in this marriage, so it was a bit crowded. But let me be clear. I enjoy cooking bacon and stuff, working with flour.